You've got mail. You've got mail. You've got sad mail. All right, there's a message. Oh, hey, there it is. I'm not going to make it tonight. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? How are we going to say that? You've got sad mail? No, that he's not here tonight. No, that's it. You just say, you've got sad mail. Oh. (laughs) You've got sad mail. This is App Focus, where we focus on the app. Look how focused I can be. Leo's internet almost works. Just about. Just about. So let's leave Mozilla Watch off. I don't want to, because I want to praise Mozilla so much right now. (laughs) Gotta unmess the internet. Well, do you want to cut out some of the NVIDIA talk? No, I thought that was good, too. I know. I I liked it. Okay. But it's up to you. Me? You're editing, so you know what you can cut out and what you can't. It's more work for you, though. We skip it. That's less work. Don't put this evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Coming up on this episode of Linux User Space, we get into some office politics. We're going to discuss the new products that we just can't have. And we have an app focus that will shed some light on your storage. Welcome to the Linux User Space. Hello and welcome to the Linux User Space. I'm Joe. I'm Leo. And I'm Dan. And we're missing one. I'm not Rocco. What? Oh, where's Rocco? Mm. Can't hear him. Mm. Yeah, sorry guys. Rocco's not with us today. He's been a bit under the weather. We hope to have him back soon, but we'll be thinking about him and we'll miss him, of course. All his wonderful input. Well, and it was his job to have some banter. I know. So, come on. Jeez, Rocco. All right. So we need to rename this episode. Yeah. It's not blame Joe anymore. It's blame Rocco. Yeah, he's not here. Just where's Rocco? Hashtag where in the world is Rocco (laughs) San Diego? Ah, that's it. That's That's it. it. He needs a whole new Twitter handle. We need to uh, make him do that. At least his wheels didn't fall off. Ah, it's true. This week he's safe and sound. We know that. So guys, uh, anybody been up to anything cool these last few weeks? I hear new silicon. Oh. Well, I, I did build a new PC for my daughter. Um, oh. And it's a pretty decent build. Um, she's doing some stuff in school that required some better hardware for her. And you just saw the uh, you saw well, that tunnel and was like, well, okay, let's build one. Let me help. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how much yeah. stuff did you uh, hand me down to her and put in your machine? I didn't hand down anything. I actually just built the whole thing and just built it up for her. Nice and, uh, and shiny. I know. What kind of father are you? Don't spo- you can't spoil them, Dan. Well, Dan, <laughs> you got to give him the six-year-old Dan, stuff. Dan, you got to give him the leftover. You got to give him your dual-core Centrino something. Come Decent on. build. So it's a Ryzen 5, 3600, um, mm-hmm. 16 gig of RAM, 500 gig um, NVMe, AMD... 5500 XT uh, video card. That's just fives all the way down. I know. A Man, lot of look fives. At all these fives. Yeah. Yeah. Just fives. Mm. Just put the fives all the way down. High fives. I was going to say that deserves a high five. Okay. You did, yeah. you did good. You did and good. So, I like it. 
decent decent build i think and my son helped a little bit he helped uh so it was a whole family project it was pretty great and it's running linux absolutely did for a little bit <laughs> i did test it out i did do some kde neon uh testing on it and uh, well, that's an odd choice well that's what we're testing for the month so i had it on my usb that's key. it ah, i forgot about See, that i mean that's it's just perfect we get one extra computer into uh into the whole thing so we can figure out if it works well so it obviously worked well did you install it or was it just kind of a live situation I didn't install it. I did it okay. live, but it was pretty handy, um, and it performed really well, even just live. It was it was pretty great. So you're basically saying the USB ports work? Yeah. Well, I mean, I tested well, thanks. that. Well, thanks for that, Dan. And, yeah, and at least know. one gig of that RAM. <laughs> and one gig of RAM. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I used it so I could see all the RAM. I could see the disk. I could see, you know, all the things, and uh, it was pretty handy for that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can't beat that. Can't beat that. No. That's that's fantastic. And what's she going to be using it for? So she does a lot of drawing and uh, graphics work. So she's got a Adobe, a lot of Adobe stuff. That's a lot of machine for some Adobe stuff. That's cool. That's the big That'll thing. That'll be fun. But these days, everybody's remote. So she's doing you know video and she chats with her friends on Discord to oh, yeah. do homework. I mean, they collaborate together there. So yeah. So that 55, what did you say? Was it 5,500? Yeah, 5500 XT. XT, yes. Nice. So does uh, does Adobe Photoshop or, well, the Adobe Suite in general, it, it will use the 5500 XT, uh, it will use its whatever cores, right, for yeah, rendering to, and all that? to render, yeah, it will. Oh, fantastic. So. What size uh, What size build was it? Did you do like a micro or mini? No, nope. uh, full-size tower. ITX? Full yep. si- oh. oh, full-size. Oh, you're wow. not fitting that in a trunk. Man, nope. taking, you know, that, taking up her whole room. With, nope. uh, with cases like that, I always felt... Um, I felt like I was always being over the top when I was moving moving them around because I would put them in the passenger seat and I would buckle them in. <laughs> put a seatbelt on. Yeah, oh yeah, you could. Yeah. Oh seriously, man. Yeah. Well, and if you have enough drives in it, it'll tell you, hey, someone needs a passenger seat needs to put seatbelt on. So you better put seatbelt on, anyways. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's it's got a lot of room for cooling, which is great, and uh, it's it's very similar to my build. I have a twenty seven hundred X AMD. And I will say that that runs a little hotter because, A, it's a generation older and it's got more cores and I probably push it a little harder. But hers is super quiet, very quiet, very nice machine. And did you go with the uh, XFS as well? XFX? Yes, same, ah. same card. I'm looking over your shoulder. Those of you that are audio only, you don't get to see mm. this, but uh, yeah, it's Dan another one box. right in the corner with the... Yeah. Uh, with yep. the other card, it's like it's like a father daughter card situation going on over there. So it's cute. I love it. Yeah, I'm really happy with the XFX. They do they do some good stuff. Nope, nope, nope. My Sapphire. Mm. Huh? Mm. I love it. Sapphire's old school, man. They've they've got a good reputation. I love that card. Mm. I love that card. I just like my uh, my 5700 XT looks like a 57 Chevy. So that's why I like it. It just it's a pretty card. It is. It's mm-hmm. a fat boy. Yeah, was it three slots? <laughs> Yeah, oh, three slots oh, for video. Good card. lord, yeah, mine's not that big. I don't think. Yeah, no, it's a Ooh. big. It's Maybe big, but it's check. quiet and it's got some good cooling on it. Yeah, yep. Yeah, the so the really one thing I regret it. about the Sapphire card is that it's red. Like there's a there's LEDs oh, uh, in it and it's red and that's it. Oh wow, you can't change Did it. You put any bling on her computer? Oh yeah, she's got some uh, RGB stuff. Her her RAM, um, CPU. Yeah, she's got some bling. How are you cooling it? It's got a. Uh, He's blowing on it. 
Yeah. <laughs> did you? Did it come with the Wraith, the Wraith cooler, or did you get a? It uh, did come with the Wraith cooler, but I I didn't even install that. I put on the uh, Cooler Master, uh, uh, Evo two twelve, classic with the RGB. Yeah, big yeah. tower. Very nice. It's a good. Very dad. nice. Well, I'm Dan, jealous. you're a good dad. Yeah, you're a good dad. Well, thanks. I had my doubts, but this kind of settles it. Yeah, you got my dad, my daughter, uh, asking about her computer mm. build. Oh, but really? She's only 13. I'm going to make her work for it. Yep. Tell her, you get into college, I'll bet you a computer. <laughs> so this week, folks, we've got a few topics on our plate that we thought uh, deserved a little discussion. We are going to start in the office space. Leave the user space and go to the office space. Uh, I'm, I'm working from home. That doesn't work for me. Okay. But your poster says office space. Oh, you mm. got me there. Yeah, okay. I'll, okay, yep. Yep, we're in the office space now. So recently, a little bit of a, a hubbub in the news between LibreOffice and OpenOffice. Who would like to tell us what that hubbub was about? So there was an open letter penned by Mike Saunders, and it goes a little something like this. OpenOffice, we should work together and make LibreOffice or OpenOffice the best it can be. And here's a quote from him. Make them aware that there's a much more modern, up-to-date, professionally supported suite based on OpenOffice with many extra features that people need. We appeal to Apache OpenOffice to do the right thing. Our goal should be to get powerful, up-to-date, and well-maintained productivity tools into the hands of as many people as possible. Let's work together on that. So that doesn't sound so bad. No, it sounds very collaborative. Yeah. Sure it wasn't taken that way. I don't think so. You know, honestly, I think it was just what people read into this was Mike Saunders saying, give me, give me the open office name and let me have it and do what I want to with it. But I don't, That that's certainly not what was said. I mean, I think the biggest thing is that he's got a chart on this open letter that when LibreOffice was forked from OpenOffice, OpenOffice saw one minor release. And LibreOffice has seen, so that started with 4.1, and then we're on, what, 7. something or other. Yeah. And there are huge differences now. And, I mean, if you're using desktop software, these differences probably matter to you. Like being able to use the OO, the Microsoft Office OOXML formats like DocX mm-hmm. and XLSX. Yeah, that. Yes. <laughs> I always get those wrong. Um, but yeah, just those are kind of important. And, you know, this is not, um, you know, macros withstanding, obviously. Those are never perfect and not even Google Drive or any of the other alternatives. Um, but I don't know. I, I fully support this. I, I really feel like Mike Saunders, we need to back him up on this. Do you guys have a different take on it? Well, it does sound like he's trying to merge the projects rather than do a hostile takeover. Yeah. Um, that I, I get that. I think that does make sense. I think that's probably a good way. It's kind of strange. Um, I, I, it's unprecedented. I don't think in open source, I don't think this has ever been done to merge the two namespaces and only have one come out the other side. It seems like there's always somebody to keep the old thing going, even if it's irrelevant. 
it still continues. So I'm not sure how that transition would take place since it is unprecedented. I mean, you know, honestly, I don't think OpenOffice would have to, or Apache would have to do very much other than link to LibreOffice. On their page, maybe just put a little link that says, hey, do you want, you know, I don't know about better features, but do you want these features? OpenOffice doesn't provide them, but LibreOffice does. It doesn't have to be a, they, they don't even have to work too terribly much together to make this happen. Just a link would be enough, I think, if you're trying to go get OpenOffice and, you know, are unaware, which it seems to me the install base is, yeah, people are unaware that LibreOffice even exists. Yeah. So something as simple as a link might just be enough. Yeah, because if, uh, if you ask for an open alternative, someone first is going to say Google Docs. Yeah. And, well, and that, you're there goes go, the oh, open that's, part. That's, 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 that's a open. free alternative, yeah. but it's not open. And then they're going to say, oh, what about that open office thing? Right. Um, or, or free office. You know, th those might come out before LibreOffice. And LibreOffice has put a lot of work into their software. Um, and we kind of did a little digging and looked at some of the different uh, stats and, and commits. Dan, what what did we find over there? Yeah, so open office looks like a little over a thousand commits in the last year or, or so. And a, about 14 contributors, developers on that project. And uh, then we look over at LibreOffice. And uh, real quick math, I, I didn't add them all up, but it looks like they're averaging about a thousand commits a month for Say the last whoa. year. Yeah. So, so it's like 12 fold. Yeah. And then they've, they've got about 50 active developers, you know, contributors on that project in the last year. Yeah. So, so obviously LibreOffice is being developed, worked on. You can see that if you install, mm -hmm. I, I installed them the other day. And I thought, yep, okay. It, there's some polish here, looking pretty good. Does it matter? Like, so whenever we see we see open source projects fall by the wayside all the time. They just, you know, somebody doesn't take up the mantle and they just fall apart and they just don't get updated. And But you don't ever see like the next thing go back and say, hey, hey, old thing, <laughs> I... I I see you're not really working on that project anymore, but I really would like to have your user base because you're a little more popular than me. That's not a thing, right? But is it a way to gracefully transition from one to the other? I mean, yeah. So you're, I think you're you're thinking Apache cares. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right? Okay. I mean, yeah. so Apache, like... Do they care about this product even? Because they're not even updating it. So well, do they even they care do, enough to say like, hey, let's Libra. It feels like they've kind of gotten out of the office space. I don't know. Can't speak for them, but. Well, well I mean, the, the thousand commits, that says that they care enough mm -hmm. to make sure that there are people working on the stuff. Yeah, yeah exactly. But against 12,000 commits in a year, I, I guess you would really have to magnify, you know, zoom in. And see what those commits actually are yeah. to really make a better comparison as to, you know, how much work is really being put into this. But you got to imagine that we're talking at least, at least double the work is going into LibreOffice, you know? I would think the benefit, too, is if you did hand it off, at least you don't have to maintain any of it anymore. If you don't really want to throw any resources at it, if you were able to 
to just kind of push those users over because you've lost interest in the project or whatever, at least you wouldn't have to maintain it anymore. But there's no reason you can't contribute to the new project as well. True. And and that's that's one of the things I was going to say. What about those 14 developers that are still working on OpenOffice? Are they being paid to work on OpenOffice? Yeah. Interesting. I hope not. Have you seen OpenOffice? Oh, somebody! <laughs> yeah. It's I'm well, sure it's all back end stuff, right? It's just not enough, right? It's just yeah, not it's enough not people enough. working There's... on it. Yeah, but you know, I, th- I think it it might be worth asking the question: Is Open Office where they want to be? Because they obviously have the popularity, but do they care about OOXML whatever integration with Microsoft Documents? And if they don't, then why? Why would they want to? you know, partner up with LibreOffice and do all this work and merge this and merge that and uh, get devs talking to each other when they might just think that OpenOffice is fine the way that it is. That's possible. They could. They could live on a rock somewhere under a rock. People are still um, using it. They are still yeah, using it. They and, are. Well, yeah. but here's the bad, here's the downside to that is because of what I mentioned earlier, because it gets recommended so quickly. Ugh, yeah. Yeah, that's like somebody's gonna go in there and go, "Oh, this is great. This is what? Mm-hmm. This doesn't do this. It doesn't do that. It does. This isn't even really a, a good option for me, unless I strictly write Word docs and you know. Uh, but no, any of the modern modernized tools for uh, desktop computing that involve like you know Excel files and all these different jargon that you need. To, I don't work with any of that, so I don't use it. But all of those complex things that are happening in those programs for different offices and businesses around the world, they're going to be like, nope, let me move back to Microsoft or let me go to Google Docs or whatever it is. That's you a good think, point. Yeah. yeah. You know, you would think Apache would just be like, well, okay, uh, you know, we had some interest here. We didn't. And isn't there something with the license, right? It's not like Apache can take in those. Did I understand that they, right? Like they, they are different licenses. Um, uh, on it's like them. a one-way license or something. I don't know. Like LibreOffice can't send them; they can't go swim upstream or something. But yeah, uh, you you could you would think that um, if Apache wanted to see this project succeed, and and they don't really want to put too much into it, just out of the good-natured, open-source whatever goodwill, maybe say, hey, you know what? We are going to close down shop and point a link to LibreOffice, and hey, these guys are doing great work, or don't even shut it down, but just yeah. like you said, the link. Like, hey, we, we've stopped development. We're just maintaining it to make sure you don't get a virus. Right. But these guys are doing some great stuff. Go check them out. Simple yep. as that. Yep. There, uh, there really oh. doesn't have to be too terribly much uh, collaboration right. for that to happen. But, mm-hmm. I mean, there, there does have to be some kind of, you know, high five somewhere. Speaking of fives. Something. Yeah. 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 A little open office, Libre office high five. Libre office? Like, the name? Uh, were you, did you want a Google search result? I like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, your SEO I, is not very high uh, there, is it? Yeah. No, not not great. But Water and the Bridge, their project started in like 2012, 13. Round open office four point one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh that I, everybody could probably help out on each other. So I guess the other question is, guys, does anybody use this stuff anymore? I mean, you know, I mean, I remember the days of growing up and oh, let me get my Microsoft Office because I got to have it. Yeah. Yeah. It was the only way. How else are you going to write a document, right? Well, you can use WordPad. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, gosh. WordPad. Notepad. Um, yeah. No, yeah. I think uh, most people use the online tools, right? Yeah. They're using the Google Docs. They're using 
um, the Microsoft 365 stuff. Um, yeah, I think Drive was a consideration for us for a little while until uh, un- until Dan, you hooked us up with some Code EMD. Yep. But yeah. yeah, I mean, we're it's an online tool. It's it's very yep. similar. We we need our formatting, but Markdown works for us. Markdown's great. Yeah. 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 Unless um, unless you have Rocco in here breaking the whole thing. See, yeah. he's not oh, here to defend himself. Nope. Hey, guess what didn't break this week, guys? Yeah. Thud, thud. Guess what didn't break? Our dock. I know. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Listen, the folds, they fold where they need to fold. That's it. I know. <laughs> Pretty nice. It's a very smooth flowing dock. Mm-hmm. All my hidden uh, stuff, it's just nice it, and There hidden. it is. Look it's, at that. Oh, oh unhidden, look at that. Hidden. Unhidden? Hidden. <laughs> poor, poor Rocco. I know. Yeah. He'll listen, though. So uh, we see the two differences between these two projects. It's unfortunate, I think, that the community, I feel like, did a disservice to this, kind of blew it out of the water. Uh, I, I Because I... Yeah, I think yeah, you're I right. I really feel like that happened. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the reporting I heard felt a little more antagonistic. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, old man, get off my lawn. Or, you know, like, here, give me your give me your stuff and get out of here. Give me your lunch. I'm, I want all your customers. It or... drives clicks, man. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I it guess. can't hurt to ask, right? What, what's, that, what's that hurting? The worst thing you get is a no. Right. Yeah. Maybe they already got their no. Who knows? Well, maybe. Could be. I hope not. I, I really do feel like they could do some good together. I think as opposed yeah. to, you know, you know, one being a fork and then you just go do your thing or whatever. But I, I really do feel like while it may be not while this stuff doesn't happen every day, um, you could I imagine you could get further, farther together. Correct. Some, something like that. Yeah, yeah, something yeah that like sounds that. good. <laughs> and I'm sure those 14 developers that are working on open office would much rather throw their hard work at an actively developed project like a, a a full-fledged project well i mean you know if i bet if you ask them are you actively it's a developing open project. office i bet you they would say yeah <laughs> right right so but but i i do agree and so this this is at the this is at the end of where i would ever ask anybody putting their hard work sweat blood tears everything into something i'll never go further than what i've said where it's where it's um you know maybe consider it well, here's an option but yeah, I I do my best to draw that line and say I'll never ask a developer or tell a developer what right. he or she should be working on. Right. Oh man, but you know sometimes in the back of my mind I'm like, but it would be so good if you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and hey, these 14 developers could be very passionate about this project. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And working with the resources they have, and by all means, we're not here to criticize no. anybody working on anything like that. It just when you the, you look at the optics of it, you you really see a project that's uh, flourishing. It seems like they're putting a lot of effort into it, and then you see another one where those developers are working very hard, but the backer behind it uh, in Apache just doesn't seem to have their focus anymore. So, have you seen the list of uh, of of things that Apache has under underneath its umbrella? Uh, you got to scroll on that list. list. We're talking it's it's tiny mm-hmm. font too. You just scroll, yeah. scroll, scroll, scroll. Wow, yeah, there are a lot of projects, right? And- Really good projects. Some of them, yeah, yeah. excellent, yeah. excellent. By the way, Apache, thank you for all the wonderful things you do work on. Yes, this ain't this ain't one of them. I, no. I think uh, yeah. I think Nginx is now inching in, but the uh, the Apache web server used to run the internet. I mean, it was like like eighty percent of the internet, something like that. Yeah. Well, Nginx might be on the front side, you know, running your reverse proxy, but mm. I, th- I think a lot of Apache is still on the back end. Oh, I bet. Mm. Okay, guys, next topic for conversation. 
I really want to go buy that new RTX 3070. And I went and looked at it today. Big old message says, you can't have it. Yeah. No, no, I could have it. I could get it today for $949. That sounds normal for NVIDIA, right? That's, yeah, that's MSRP. That what a deal. insane. <laughs> I guess so, at least you could uh, have that one. Right? If you want to pay double, well, in MSRP, seriously, is like 400, right? I think so. It's the 20, it's the, you know, it's the 70 series. Like it's, it's shouldn't, it's not the yeah. 80, it's not the 90. You're, you, you expect, I have a 2070, a RTX 2070. I had a, a G, uh, the other one, uh, 1070. Mm-hmm. You know, they were available. I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I think you got, I got those at a, at, a, at normal MSRP, maybe at $50 off, you know, type deal. Yeah. But not $1,000. For a, you know, maybe it's a great card, but you, we expected of the 80s, but we never expected on the 70s. Or yeah, it, it, isn't yeah. that actually the price of the 3090? Like I MSRP. Think so. I think that might even be higher. I mean, like, it's, yeah, Oof. It's, I don't know. It, regardless, it's too much. But uh, before we get too far into that, it, it really is our, we're going to talk about NVIDIA. And, and you know what? Even before we get into the cards, let's talk about some NVIDIA woes with our kernels. So 5.9 is out in the wild. Uh, I've been running it for a little while. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah. I took one for the team. Uh, I, 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 have... I was waiting with bated breath for <laughs> you to come back and say, all right, well, I opened up my backup laptop and that's how I'm talking right. to you right now. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no. It wasn't uh, that so, bad. Uh, I, saw, I saw it come. I, 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 get, I chickened out the first week. Uh, Open yeah, Source uh, popped up and I saw... I was I was doing my uh, zippered up, and uh, I saw five dot nine. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Stop, whoa <laughs> Hang slow on. down, slow down!" Because uh, that uh, that laptop's got the uh, uh, sixteen fifty in it. So I thought, well, now I just I don't think it's supposed. To, I don't think it's going to work. I think there's issues. The whole the whole thing that uh, Manjaro raised, and there was a bunch of. Uh, Topics about it. Yeah, in these past few weeks, we've we've been hearing news story after news story about you know over Linux kernel five dot nine. Their incompatibilities yep. with Nvidia. Nvidia themselves put out a statement saying, "Hold off till mid November, which will probably be about the day that you're hearing this, um, to upgrade to kernel five dot nine because there are incompatibilities. There are things that might go wrong." Well, right. And, and some of the news articles actually said just to wait till five dot ten comes. True. Yeah. Exactly. Which, if you're on a rolling release, uh, yeah, eh, yeah, <laughs> that means you're just not updating, That's, yeah. or you're gonna have to roll back your kernel. Uh, which is what I was expecting to do. I was gonna just, I thought, well, if it just breaks, I'll just, I'll roll it back and it'll be fine. But, yeah. but it didn't. So I, I booted in. Everything's been running fine. I haven't run into any glitches whatsoever. So we went and did a really, really, really scientific poll. Uh, which basically means we threw it out there on Twitter and we threw it in Telegram. <laughs> it's about as scientific as we're going to get in here. And we got some feedback. Not a lot. Uh, actually, I was a little disappointed in my my poll. Uh, I threw out at the end. I threw at the end. You know why? Uh, I really yeah. think the reason that we didn't get a lot of responses is because there's really not a lot of people on kernel 5.9. It's true. It's yeah. true. Uh, it's, a, it's a niche within a niche within a niche. It within is. A niche. You've got, number yeah. one, you already got to be off Ubuntu. Right, because right. if you're on Ubuntu on weird wild kernels, you're you're already like in the one percent here. But yeah. now we're talking about that smaller niche who is not on Ubuntu, but they are on a more 
I won't say rolling because not all of them are rolling. Like I think Fedora has five nine now, and they're not. They're not rolling. Really rolling. Yeah, yeah they kind but, of. But yeah. I mean, they just have new packages. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, you've you've got to be in that small group of people that is even that even has five nine available to them in the first place. Right. Yep. Yeah. So OpenSUSE had it pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was there. They like, do. Right out of the gate, and uh, so I, I I held off a week, and then I, again I did it, and it ran fine. Uh, we heard back that some people had some issues only when doing certain things. Uh, now I think that was on some of the older cards, like a 1060. We heard about, um, and maybe like a 1070, um, which is a couple generations back now. Um, so, anyways, we know that there's an issue there potentially, hit or miss. Um, 5.10 might be the answer. We really don't know because in uh, Nvidia is being really quiet about this whole thing. Yeah, I think that's the bigger story is there's less news coming out of you know the official channels of you know what's going on where are we at yeah we had uh we had kernel panic say something underneath our tweet i don't even know what you say for tweets but yeah subtweet i have no idea (laughs) anyway tweeted at us yeah there you go um uh saying that they were using the tk glitch 5.9 kernel and that Mm. everything was working fine and this is on endeavor os so okay yeah i just it doesn't seem to me that the problem that we were reading about that that we were hearing about is nearly as big as it was made out to be. It sounded very scary. Doesn't seem that way. It did. It oh, sounded yeah. like it's, things just weren't going to work. Like it yeah. was like com- incompatible. Like you're going to get a the black screen. The conversation we were having literally two weeks ago, as Leo was mocking me yeah. for having anything Nvidia, always was like, yeah. "Hi, you're going to be stuck on five point eight for two years." <laughs> And you're never going to get off and there's no answer. <laughs> NVIDIA's abandoned you and like all these other horrible, I, I was crying. I won't say that we were just maybe trying to give you a little bit of a hard time, but maybe just maybe. That's always but, what it is. Yeah. But it is a little frightening to think, you know, I think we always trust that eh, they're just going to work it out. Yeah. Eh, it'll all get worked out. And, and I think normally they do. It seems like they're a little later than normal on this release and and we don't i don't i don't know the nuts and bolts of exactly how all that uh you know the actual issues and and what the incompatibilities are and all that but we know they exist Uh, i've read tried to read a few articles on it some have written some things again nothing really lines up because every there seems to be different experiences happening right yeah uh, based on the architecture of the card that you have perhaps but um now i will say the one thing i haven't done with it i haven't done any like serious gaming with it running. Everything's running and my my workload and everything was working, but I I didn't have a chance to get in there and try and you know do some gaming and maybe that's where it'll fall down. Maybe that's where the problem is. Maybe I cuz I think I heard there was an issue with the CUDA mm-hmm. and and engaging that. So I I don't know. Um but I really from the articles I was reading, I thought I'm going to hit this update button and my laptop's going to disintegrate <laughs> in my lap. Is what I yes, yeah. what I yeah, was melt it down right <laughs> here. <laughs> Yeah, I think the worst that we heard was uh, Ian Telegram was saying that there were just some lockups. There were some yep. just some uh-huh. random issues. But, you know, I don't even know that you could really fully blame the video card for this or the, you know, the driver for this. It could have just been a mix of things. 5.9 is still mm-hmm. pretty new. So maybe there's still some kinks that need to be worked out that, you know, aren't necessarily the fault of NVIDIA or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, who knows what yeah. other packages got updated to and... Yeah, you know any any number of things like you said exactly. can cause that. And the other thing that that I didn't hear was yeah, I mean just kind of as you said, Joe. I mean, 
nothing blew up that I saw. Yep. Yeah. Nothing blew up and nobody's talking about it at NVIDIA. That's the other thing. Yeah, the, the lack of, I guess, not really transparency, but the lack of, um, I guess, just communication in general about yeah. what's going on mm-hmm. with this thing. Because we had the, hey, wait until mid-November. Well, it's mid-November. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clock starts. When this, when this episode drops, it'll be mid-November. Yes. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Um, so, yeah. Uh, those are the things that we're facing. So it does kind of prompt the question, uh, and I think, uh, Leo, you were asking the question, is, well, what sh- sh- as a Linux community, should we be targeting NVIDIA as an option? Like, is this where we should be, is this what we should be recommending? If somebody come up to you today and said, hey, I'm building a new PC, what would you tell them? Honestly, I'm I'm a bit of an AMD fanboy, so I would probably tell them to buy some AMD stuff. But, you know, there are caveats with, both avenues let's say you went uh intel nvidia then you know the caveats that you're gonna have to deal with there are well this <laughs> the, right. the, the little bit of uncertainty <laughs> that you have but obviously nothing's game breaking so it wouldn't stop me from saying um you know hey i'm looking at the 3070 should i pull the trigger on that with linux i'm like well yeah their short-lived driver just came out and it does support the 3070 so I don't see why you shouldn't. And if you're sitting on a pile of money because they're $3,000. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing, right? If you can afford it, twice the price. Yeah. Um, But I mean, let's say that they could get the 3070 at MSRP, you know, in the next week or two or something like that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't steer them away from that. Just be aware that uh, while you may not be able to figure out what's going on with this 5.9 kernel, know that NVIDIA does have a situation where you can't just hop onto the newest kernel. Th- this this is something that that is an issue, that the driver does have to catch up to the kernel. You install that driver, now you can move up to the new kernel or something like that. Um, on, on Mintcast, I broke one of Bo's laptops doing that. So <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I learned my lesson. Uh, luckily for me, it wasn't my laptop, so that was fine. But yeah, just yeah, be aware what driver you're on so you know what kernel you can be on. Um, but I mean, if you're sticking on Ubuntu, then it doesn't really matter. I don't really think right. any of that matters. Uh, what's the next kernel going to ship with Ubuntu? Twenty one oh four is going to be what? It's hard to say. Uh, yeah, I'm going to guess five eleven. Unpredictable at this point. It's too early in the in the. But it's fo- not going to be. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's still you're going to be. If you're everything's working on on uh, pop, you know pop pops are pretty popular mm-hmm. uh, among among gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're on Ubuntu. Mint, right? Like what? Whatever. I mean, you're not worried, I guess, too much about the kernel, nope. so it's not that big a deal. It's going to be yeah. enough what? QA testing and and whatnot, and enough support there that there's going to be some eyes on it, and it, they won't ship something that won't work. Yeah, I, I, you know, honestly, I, I think the real recommendation that I would give somebody is, and I hate to say this because it's 2020, and we shouldn't have to say this, but maybe don't be the most early adopter of everything. Right. I think that is probably one of the best things that you can do to make yourself an easy experience in Linux, right? If I bought the 5700 XT on launch day, I would have been very disappointed with the way that it was performing on kernel 5.3. I would not have been happy. Because um, 5.4, that's that's when everything just right. blossomed and everybody was fine with it. And now on 5.8, it's fantastic. And I think, you know, NVIDIA is the same way. If you got your card, your 3070, let's say you got a 3070, um, on launch day and you already have it in your hot little hands, 
the Linux driver wasn't available, but for a few days ago. So, yeah, just yeah, that that's that's just a tough call to make, I think. So we're we're still. It feels like sometimes it feels like the old days. Where, yeah, where we're not that bad, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, it's not that bad, but it does feel at least with Nvidia sometimes it does feel like the old days. Um, yeah, and and it's interesting. So it's not a, a an Nvidia or AMD issue, do you think? Right. No. So it's not like I, I, I'm kind of to your point about being an early adopter. I think because AMD's supposed to be pretty solid, and it is, but not at first. Like you said, it it really tends to take a little while. I think that to, goes with anything that you produce and you know manufacture. Sometimes the first things that are off the line, they aren't the best experience. Yeah. Um, and you, you got some kinks probably that need to get worked out. And in this case, they're probably software kinks, so you can work it out. It's not like you've got to get another one. But that first experience oftentimes as a first adopter just is not really smooth sometimes. So you're telling me my uh my Ryzen 5 build with my uh AMD 6800 cards just probably not going to happen in November. Well, actually, Is that what you're telling me? Dan and I were looking at that. The yeah. the there's big Navi support in the kernel in what was it 510 or something? Yeah, 58 so, I mean, 59. Oh I wow. Oh that's right. Yeah, well, that's they, right. It was started talking about that. it in 58. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they started talking about big Navi in 58. So I mean, I, I don't know what it's going to be. I mean, nobody has these cards yet. So It's hard to say. I would love yeah. to know uh just how good the performance is in Linux if it's uh you know if it's going to be one of those situations where the 5700 XT was ee, not great uh or if it's going to be a lot better than that. It may be usable if nothing though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the that's what you want to hear when you go spend uh, two grand on a new system. Yeah. It's, it's usable. It's good. It, yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. That's really good. Thanks for thanks for that insight. It hey, will guys, display uh, the desktop. It almost runs as fast as my Raspberry Pi, but it's a little hotter. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that's that you're telling about me. right. I typed Start X at the prompt, and I was greeted by graphical. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it does scream at me that still is far as we've come we're still not first class citizens when it comes to yeah. a lot of the yeah. hardware i mean cut um, a, i think you can cut us a little bit of slack because not everything works immaculately in windows on day one either no. very true but but by very day true. four you got by you day got, four it's usually fixed yeah, yeah you got 95 percent of the user base on windows though so those fixes they will come out happen, faster for because there's some screaming mm-hmm. yeah. yeah there's some screaming um okay well Talking of talking about Nvidia guys. So speaking of those new pieces of hardware that uh, we alluded to, that none of us can seem to get our hands Unobtainium? on. Unobtainium. Unobtainium. Yeah. These these new. Uh, so uh, the the thirty seventy again. I was laughing because they had them. You know, of course, somebody bought those at whatever price and then is trying to make a buck, as happens on Amazon. The thirty eighty nowhere in sight. Thirty ninety nowhere in sight. The Ryzen five thousand series nowhere in sight. Yeah. Okay, so I think we we like to stick it to Nvidia, going oh they create this oh yeah this whole this they create this demand and they talk about all these things. I sure would love to it, say all this. And they only yeah. make like a a tenth of what they need because they just want all oh, press is good press and I, all that stuff. But not our not our little AMD. They're so great and they are always well. Look, I can't go buy the processor I want right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, so you know on the bright side. You don't have a choice but to follow my advice. 
Yes. You can't right. be an so early adopter right now because nobody's selling it. <laughs> yeah. Well, if they are selling it, it's twice as much. I, I don't care what OS you're It'll on. It'll be three, four months old by the time you get it anyway. Yeah, exactly. the, the 5600X uh, yeah. X is a, what MSRP of 299 yeah. And I saw on eBay they're going upwards of 450 and above. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and if man. anybody buys that, I want to find you and I want to smack. Yeah, you. don't do that. <laughs> yeah, please just, don't promote just wait. that. You don't, got money no. to burn. It'll be 189 bucks come February. Yeah, but it does kind of reach, lends itself to another point. So one, who's paying these prices? Like, so there are people that I guess just have it to burn, and they're just like, "Yep, I'll pay a thousand dollars for a four hundred dollar video card." Yeah, sure, mm -hmm. that sounds yeah. like a great deal. So that I can say I had it first, I guess. But is this a a manufacturing issue, or is this on purpose? Is this is this Nvidia? Because it's every year with Nvidia. We talk about it every year. These cards come out and they get sucked up either by the the crypto mining mm -hmm. uh, yep. community or by the gaming community. But they are gone. They know their demand is X. They make, you know, B. Yeah. <laughs> they they really make short. way less than they need. Yeah. But it just seems to be more and more uh, these days. Uh, even AMD, again, process, brand new processors out. Can't, can't get your hands on them. I really think this is just, there's more demand now than there ever has been in the past. I mean, for, for as, as small as the market is, PC gaming is getting more popular. And people are working from home now as well. You don't, you don't just do CAD on some tiny ThinkPad, right? I mean, you've got to have serious hardware if you don't want to be waiting all day for anything, everything. And, you know, same with, same with a lot of different industries. So I really do think yeah. that, you know, to NVIDIA's credit, to AMD's credit, it's just insufficient supply. Yep. You just can't make it fast enough. Maybe if they waited six more months to launch so they could build up the stock, then they wouldn't sell out. But then you'd be waiting six more months and then we'd all be, you know, nipping at each other's heads because the new card isn't out yet or something like that. I mean, I, I really think every fiscal quarter matters. And stockholders, you know, the ones that hold a lot of stock that make it to those meetings and demand things, they're not going to allow the CEO to play games like artificial scarcity to, to squeak out 6% more profit that quarter or something like that. I mean, you got people that have money that want to throw it at these companies. And yeah, you're, yeah the, the argument would be that they're saying, no, 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 hold off. Maybe buy something older or just wait or something like that. Maybe we'll get a little bit more money out of you later. I don't think they're doing it. I don't think that's what's happening. Well, and if one of, if the competition is able to meet the demand for some reason. Right. Um, yeah, that then it's game over, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, if it if it does turn out to be that, if it really is an artificial scarcity thing, Nvidia can't do that next video card. They certainly can't do that. AMD's nipping at their heels. Have you right. guys seen those numbers? Oh my gosh! Do you have any illusions at thinking that I can go buy the sixty eight hundred XT in the first month? No, probably not. If you're lucky, it'll be thirty minutes before it's sold out. Right. Yep. So I just, it made me think of, do you remember back in the day, there was a time when a certain fruit product <laughs> would release every year and there would be lines yes. wrapped around buildings and everybody would say, oh, that apple, they're just, they're creating this yeah. demand and they don't make enough. And then you know what they did? They were like, yeah, this stinks. 
we're going to make enough phones. Yes. We're going to release them when we have them. We're going to take care of our customers. And I think the frustrating part of this is you do have people. Leo, you said you're an uh, AMD fanboy. Mm, uh, yeah. uh, there are others that are NVIDIA fanboys, wh- whatever it is. Uh, there are people that are loyal to those brands. And the only way they can go get this product that their enthusiasm has been built up is to go pay double. God, don't it. do it. Don't be that loyal. Come on. I know. That that sounds terrible too. But it it makes me think of, um, do you remember when you used to buy a video game mm-hmm. and it was done? Do you remember those days? Oh, yes. yeah. Well, do you, do you remember? You actually got the whole yeah, thing. You, you actually bought <laughs> you a game. You didn't download anything you installed after the fact. it. Yeah. I get it. And then and then you you got home, yeah, and you just played it. Mm-hmm. Now you get the game and from release to update, there's like an eight gig update yeah. on a sixty-four gig game, day one. So then then you gotta download that. And then it's rife with glitches and it breaks. And then they there's well, that's in the October patch, and that's in the uh, you know, November patch. So it's it's an unfinished product. <laughs> that they're releasing early. And and maybe this is our own fault because the consumers are like, hey, we, we want NBA 2K hey, well, we drive on it. this date every year or we want this. It goes further than that, Joe, though. They give you the privilege of buying <laughs> more add-ons to the unfinished oh, yeah, game yeah. Right. to finish right, here, the game. Here's some DLC. Yeah. Here's mm-hmm. some DLC. Uh, but I'm not even talking about, I like, I don't even mind DLC. I don't, I don't mind something that's going to keep me playing it for, for five years or four years, mm-hmm. maybe because over the next two years or whatever, they release a couple of patch or, uh, you know, uh, add-ons, but it's just the fact that they're, it's not done. It's not even right. done cooking and they, they put it out there and then you see the, the comments on, on steam are just like, they go from positive to just mixed to just mostly negative to and then the patch comes out and then they go right back up and then something else breaks and then they're right back there. Yeah. Well tell that to Cyberpunk. They haven't even released anything yet. Oh, oh, geez. Geez. How long have we, how long how long have we been waiting on Cyberpunk? Uh, a while. I don't know. I don't know. Ni- when, when did they talk about nineteen ninety three? When did that start coming out? I don't know when they started talking about it. It's been we should just yeah. give up on that one. Uh poor people that are waiting but, on it. Uh, I was just you know, the Xbox Series X launched yesterday. They're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Can't buy them. Um, so is this just is this just what it is? I, like, I if we're tech is. enthusiasts, yeah. is it's just we're just not going to get stuff. But I think it's good for us. I think is it's it? great for us. Why? Why? I don't because have it. just relax. <laughs> yeah. Just wait. It's gonna come, and you're gonna enjoy it just as much when you get I know it. I will. I mean, I I don't know. I yeah. I, I guess I've trained myself. Uh, yeah. Long time ago, that it's okay. It's all right. You don't yeah. need it day one. But I mean, that's certainly my opinion, right? I mean, there there are folks that just they need it now. The the waiting, and I'm right there with you. I think Leo. Yeah, I'm okay with do it. Do you guys uh, do you guys like movies? I watch some. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll watch a little bit. Yeah, okay. Big blockbusters coming out, and you're like, they're like, yeah, hey, you know what? We got eight seats. You guys just wait for DVD. Ah, uh, hey, you know it's that's actually not too uh, hard of a job right now. Yeah, everybody's waiting waiting for it to come download. They got anyway, seats, they just don't have movies. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, I I get it. It's just this: the industry builds up this excitement for something they're not going to give you. Yeah. So you you know that that's the part that I, I struggle with is is I'd rather they wait three months, get their product in, build the excitement, and then release it. 
And I know, like Leo, you said, I run a, you know, I run a business too. Like I, I get it. Like I, I know there's fiscally responsible things to do. You have people to answer to and you got to get product. And hey, guess what? NVIDIA selling 100% of their product and AMD selling 100% of their product in third quarter, heading into fourth quarter, which is Christmas season, which is yeah. going to be big. Yeah. Yes, Now's the time. That yep, stuff go. all looks great. And you got to have a new release because if they held it three months, you don't want to release it in February because nope. yeah. you missed the Everybody holiday Everybody spent season. all their money, man. Yep. But it's definitely a pain point. If you look on Twitter, it there's is. some frustrated people out there that are, you yeah. know, let's say you've been waiting a year or two to build your new PC. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it's, I'm not talking about the Mies because like I upgrade every year. I get like no, you're, building new you're stuff. You're talking so, about the Mies. Like I, I, I drive it I'm talking the about the dance. Oh yeah, yeah dance, man, me too. Yeah. Dan's rocking like a 960 NVIDIA card. And he just, you know, he just wants a modern AMD card. (laughs) But yeah, those people that, I mean, those are the people that are the ones that are frustrated because I think the people like myself that are just like, yeah, I I don't want it yet anyways. I mean, I I am kidding. I I really am not going to get this stuff yet anyways, because I don't know that it's all going to work. And it just means I got to break down my computer that I just put together six months ago and put in all the new parts. But for that guy, that's just been like, ready to build his his next six seven year machine like he's he's on the edge of his seat he's been saving his pennies and he's like no i can't get it yeah to that guy man i'm sorry yes <laughs> yeah, i feel for you bud <laughs> oh, I feel oh for i'm you. sorry hang in there buddy you'll be there soon yeah we bring you now live now to our new segment called mozilla watch 2020 Ooh. I'm Bob Voicey Voice, and I'm reporting live from our studio here in somewhere that nobody cares about. And we're going to go live on the street to Leo Chavez. Leo Chavez, give us our 2020 update on Mozilla. Okay, look, I would yell it really loud, but I can't. It's a clean show. We can't say this. I can spell it for you. Please don't say it. U-N-F-C-K, right? I can spell it for you. And we're just going to say... Dan, thank you for this one. Unmess up the internet. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so, Joe, you saw this commercial on Hulu. I did about uh, unmess up the internet. What? What? It, what? What even was this ad? I can't even imagine what it would be. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I had seen this ad on like the web because that's where you would see these kind of ads. I think sometimes mm-hmm. the little harsher ones. Yeah. But I'm sitting there watching Hulu one night with my wife, and we're like, I'm like. No way. Is that Mozilla's ad? And she's like, what is that about? <laughs> Trying to explain what that's about. But yeah, they're they're unmess up the internet ad, which it's an interesting take. I'll, I'll give them that much. They've had made some interesting choices this year. I, I, I don't know that that ad's for primetime television. Well, let, let me ask you this. What did you get out of that ad? What, what were they trying to sell you? They were trying to tell me that the internet's pretty much been messed up by the people who pay their bills. Oh, yeah. interesting. That's what I got. That's what I got out of it. I, I got out of it. They, they're, they're wanting to uh, draw attention to Facebook and, uh, you know, and, and all these others that are ruining the internet. And I'm thinking, well, Google is part of that group that yeah. you think is ruining the internet. Social Google's media. also paying your bills. Yeah, sucker. that's very true. So I don't, I'm like, well, if you're really altruistic and you want to unmess up the internet, well, then send them back their money and see how that works for you. Yeah, yeah so that's like know, sticking man. it to the man, right? Hold on, but wait, wait. They're, right. they're taking the man's money to fight the man. 
Yeah. Well, huh? okay, so they're Robin Hood. You're yeah. saying they're Robin Hood. Yeah. They're Robin Hood and Little John. Yeah, maybe so. Yep. Maybe so. I, I love the I love the Fox version of that movie, by the way. That's that's one of oh, my that's childhood the best. movies. The Disney I love version. it. Oh, it's the best. Best music too. How did your wife perceive this? Did she think it was very professional looking? No, she was appalled. Okay. Uh, so, so you know, uh, and a, a, any adult that sees that knows exactly. Now, look, we're we're we 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 keep it pretty clean in our house. Sure. So, um, you know, and and I know that's not everybody, and I don't I don't expect everybody to be that way, but that's that's how we that's how we mm-hmm. choose sure. to live. So, uh, so when that pops up on the TV. <laughs> It's not exactly what we're, <laughs> what we're looking She's for. To hide the um, kids' eyes and everything yeah, else, right? Thankfully, the kids weren't there because I right. tell you, the nine-year-old he'd have said it. He's like, "What's on the internet?" Oh, 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 yeah, he just said it out loud. What does that mean? And then that'd have been fun. So, yeah, I just, I no, it, I get, I get what they're doing. Like, I under, I understand it as a tech person. I don't know. So, I, I would say my wife is is the average audience hanging out on Hulu mm-hmm. at 9.30 at yeah. night, right? She, she, it was lost. She's no. like, uh-huh. Yeah. Huh? I mean, honestly, I, I saw a 15-second spot of this, and I didn't even know what they wanted, like what they were trying to tell me other than the internet's busted. Oh, and, and don't name your daughter Karen. No, like, yeah. I got that mm-hmm. from yeah. it, too. Like, yeah, you can't, you can't name anybody Karen. Oof. Sorry to all the yeah, Karens absolutely. out there. Your name is ruined. Yeah. So here, here's the campaign. Here's what they're actually trying to do. This campaign is an ad for some of their services, obviously, right? Got to get a little bit of that in there. Um, but it's also a campaign to fight misinformation, misleading headlines, remove targeted political ads. So Mozilla recommends that, um, you know, go use its Facebook container. Keep Facebook contained. Go use Pocket because Pocket is managed by humans. These are, I mean, the idea is that if a human reads it, they can feel the you know the the propaganda angle of that right. if uh if you know if if I can go that far um but it's also it's more than that it's tweeting at jack who's the owner of twitter it's signing petitions it's using the new york university's online uh political transparency project they also recommend using ethical apps like proton jumbo medium and signal so the ad is just there for the shock value i think the the name of the campaign is there for the shock value, but underneath it all, I think it's it's good. I like this, just the, the whole idea in general. So outside of unmess up the internet, what do you guys think of that? I do like the campaign. I think there are some things that are broken, but boy, that's going to be a tough hill to uh, to climb. I think I they've they've got a they've already got a big task ahead of them. Um, and I don't know, do you really want to go after the people that are paying your bills? I just, I just wonder about that. Let me tell you why I think it's a winning strategy. Okay. Because Mozilla's already losing. Okay. Yeah. So you got nothing, nothing to lose. This is last ditch effort sort of thing. Maybe that's what this is, but you know, Dan, you and me looking at you. Yeah. That's it. Me and you are probably the only two Firefox users left in the world. So they got to do something. And <laughs> I, I think more. this is seriously their attempt to buck everything and try something totally new. Okay. And move in a way that, you know, the browser's not going to do it. They've lost that war. Everything is Chromium. Everything from top to bottom, except Safari. Everything is Chromium. So is, is that okay, though, if they lose the 
the two of us in the process, you know, to gain. They might only lose you. Okay. Well, I'm just, I'm just asking. Right? I mean, it's a bold move. And what happens it if is. you lose the audience you already have? Are you going to get enough? I hope. If uh, So you remember, um, I watched the uh, Apple press conference this week. And uh, you remember the whole, uh, I'm a PC. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was, those were from those Firefox. Commercials? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So what if Apple uh, released a, a commercial that's a, that was unmess up your computer? Mm. Because that's 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 what you know. That's Apple's take on things. Is like, hey, we're privacy focused. We're gonna, you know, Windows is viruses. Blah blah blah. Anyways, that that's always been their take. That was the whole piece. I'm a PC. I'm a I'm a Mac thing. But what if they said on your computer and come come buy a Mac? How how would that have gone over in the general scheme of things? Even if the message was correct, I agree with. All the things said, I just don't agree with the way it Absolutely. was said. Absolutely. I, I think they're targeting the younger folks because, you know, honestly, a campaign like that with Apple, I don't, I don't know that it would, uh, that it would really offend a whole lot of the younger folks. I know that I'm not, I can't speak for everybody and, you know, I'm not even young anymore, but I don't know. You, you look out on the internet landscape where this ad is being played or where Apple may p- play that you know, controversial imaginary ad. I don't know. I don't, I don't know that it would be too, I think you might gain more than you lose. Okay. I'll put, you, I'll put it that way. Yep. I don't think Apple would ever touch it. No, I don't think they would either. No. But Mozilla's in, <laughs> Mozilla's in a spot, man. Apple's not sick. That's a though. level of class that yeah. you just, you just don't go. Yeah. And Mozilla doesn't have, have that. They've ran themselves into the ground and maybe this is, Hey, if this is, a sign of them kicking and they're like, okay, okay we're not going down and we're going to fight. And That's we're gonna, what this we're is. Gonna, I really think it we're is. Going to, we're going to get rid of the, the five people that we pay 90% of our money to. That's a stretch. I know, but I'm I wish. facetious. But, but whatever it is, like we're going to get rid of these bozos and we're going to try and make this thing happen. Okay, cool. I get it. But if... As if you're an established company with a reputation, you know what I didn't see in that ad? Firefox anywhere. Nope. I'm telling you because Firefox is not well, their priority anymore. Okay. It's not. But who the heck is Mozilla? That's what we're finding out right now. But the thing is, product I know pitching? who Mozilla is. It's not even their product. You two know who Mozilla yeah. is. Well, a Facebook container kind of My is. wife doesn't know what, what, it, what, what Mozilla, what? That, that, I, I would have done it with Firefox. I would at least put that name out there because people know the browser. Right. But I don't think a lot of people know who Mozilla is. They know Firefox before they know Mozilla. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Well, time will tell on this one. Um, I don't necessarily see it as a huge ding on them. I really do think it's them just trying to something new, something different. Yeah. Nah, they can't get any more dings. <laughs> we need it's to all get downhill from here anyway, yeah. man. They're, they're just trying to get gas in the motor and get the plane yeah. off the ground. Yeah. We need to keep our ear on ear to the ground on this one. Thank you for tuning in to Mozilla Watch 2020. We'll be back next week with more news. <laughs> Linux community has some fantastic members, and we want to make sure to highlight that. In our podcast showcase for this episode, we have LWDW, or Linux Weekly Daily Wednesday, from the Linux Gamecast Network. Ben, Pedro, and Jill, they deliver a great show, and... I mean, Ven's got some 
really good insight on audio and pedro is always trying something new and jill she's just so happy everybody needs more jill everybody needs more jill yeah jill, she can't she can't talk without you smiling i know i don't know you what can, it is well see that's the thing about that like when you just hear it you can hear the smile yeah so mm -hmm. you it just it just brings happiness i love it yeah i remember the first time i heard her on a podcast anywhere i was like this isn't real who who is this person? Who is this happy in life? And, and it is so consistent. She is always. That's just her personality. Life. It's amazing. Yep. It is absolutely. Great. They they bring great experience and and delivered in the podcast. So one of my favorites. Feel free to send your emails to contact at linuxuserspace.show, and we can have a discussion about them on the show. If you like what you hear on this show, please consider sponsoring us on Patreon. Head on over to patreon.com/linuxuserspace. That's patreon.com forward slash Linux user space. All one word. Please follow us on Twitter at Linux user space to get all the latest announcements for this show and highlights for things that impact your user space. We also have our big growing telegram group. It's been eating its veggies. I know. Please join us at Linux user space dot show slash telegram. So proud. Oh, it's getting so big. I love the conversation over there that we have, and uh, please join us. Lastly, don't forget to rate this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast application, and like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. You can always get more information at our website, linuxuserspace.show. This is App Focus, where we focus on the app, your app, Joe. <gasps> yeah yeah i was fielding apps i was like hey kind of ran out of ideas uh can you give me some and one of the ones that bubbled up to the top was file light all one word so this is an app that i didn't know i needed in my life uh i, I use a lot of different things i don't think i ever had an app to do this with but um Sometimes you just need to know where all your space went. Yeah. And I think, Dan, you had mentioned, uh, what, what was it that you mentioned? Because I use it too in the command line. Oh, NCDU. Yes. And it's so fantastic because I'm it such is. a nerd. I love that kind of, I, I love that kind, that style mm -hmm. of uh, application. And it's very informative. But that's not for everybody. No. So I, I, could, I don't know that if I could bring an app like that to App Focus because, you know, it's a niche of a niche of a niche, no, right? Joe won this round. Yeah, I'll give it to you. So Firelight. All I do is win, win. That's oh. it. <laughs> so Firelight is an app that scours your entire machine and tells you where every single file is. And because we've been using Neon for the past couple of weeks, it fit because it's a it's a cute app and it looks perfect. It it fits perfectly inside of KDE Neon. So. Yeah, that's what it does. It crawls your entire system and tells you where all the big files are. It reminds me that I created that directory two weeks ago and stuck like 17 ISOs in it. I'm like, where is 60 gigs of my my disk gone? What I, I, what have I downloaded? And then, yeah, I'll use FileLite and it's like, hey, you see this big, huge purple chunk of your disk right here? Yeah, that, dude, you forgot. Yeah, so if you're getting near the end of your disk space, and you don't have, you know, $60, $100, $200 to throw at a new one terabyte NVMe SSD something or other, then, yeah, FileLite's going to help you figure out where you might be able to reclaim one gig, 100 gigs, you know. Um, 
And the cool thing is, you can get it straight from the repository in Ubuntu 20.04 and up. It's just there. So sudo apt install Firelight. Easy peasy. Go find it in the software store. And I would imagine it's got to be in Manjaro. Uh, it's definitely in Pop! OS since it's got an Ubuntu base. I think it's in every store. It's in. Yeah, it's, it's got to be I everywhere. Feel like it is. It's installed by default in Manjaro KDE. Oh, nice. see? All right. So it not was only built, is it, it in the It came built in, son. Yeah, very yep. nice. Cool. Very cool. So it's just a great app. But you know where else you can get this? <gasps> Don't say it. Oh, I'm going to say what? it. What? Don't what? say Windows. it. Windows. Wow. Yeah. <gasps> Windows. It is available in Windows. Yep. Crack open the Microsoft Store, type in FileLite, and whose name pops up? KDE. Nice. You can get FileLite in Windows. And speaking of being a nerd, I would always recommend Winderstat for mm-hmm. this yep. job, mostly because it's got little little Pac-Mans in it that, that, that you kind of eat, 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 and back and <laughs> forth. Oh, it's so cute. I love it. That's my favorite thing about Winderstat. That's why I get it. But... Yeah, just the animations in FileLite are really good, and they actually work well in Windows as well. Other, you know, Joe, your experience was a little, uh, what was it? Uh, so I'll, I'll say, in um, on KDE, FileLite is beautiful. I mean, it's great, um, looks amazing. The animation is great, and the same animation happens in Windows 10 because, of course, I went and installed it and played with it. But it's in an old dialog box-looking window, like that. the exterior... You know, it, it's the the carpet don't match the Joe, base, Let me is, just tell you, is it Rofi bad? I mean, ah, no, man, it's say Windows it so. Ten Rofi bad. Yeah. All right. So, so if it's or it's not Windows Ten Rofi bad. So, like I was telling Leo, I go, you know, you know how like sometimes you're using Wine and a dialog box oh, comes yeah. on, and you're yeah. like, oh wow, I just flashed back ten years. Yeah. That's kind of how the 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 box is I did kind of get it. that it's, vibe but you know what yeah I still use Rofi and <laughs> I still think it looks fine so that didn't bother me at all there when I go. installed it Rofi in Windows. is a fine product and I don't want to disparage <laughs> it anymore it's a great product from 1984 uh, yeah, I can't there you believe go. that's that should be its it was tagline. there with the Amiga and it's here so the, in e- even the way it looked it probably didn't detract from the functionality right no not at all Functionality is I learned the same. that Windows creates four well I can't I can't actually remember if it's forty or four hundred, and I wanna say it's four hundred <laughs> thousand files <laughs> yeah. live in C Windows. Wowie. Blew my mind. What? That's a lot. And they wonder why they won't open source Windows uh. so <laughs> how embarrassing. <laughs> Next time. We've said it before, we'll say it again. The distro of the month of November is KDE Neon. Next episode, we're going to close that month out. We appreciate everyone following along, and we'll try to add some comments you might have into our next show. We hope, hope is the operative word there, (laughs) to work on a collaborative document where we can all throw our ideas in there and we can gather a little bit more information than just us four. For these episodes. So the document's there. We're going to be covering Katie and Neon in the next show. And see you next time. See you later. Peace. Deuces. Drop the mic.
Thank you, one and all. We really appreciate everyone for listening and for your support. Please follow along as we continue to test KDE Neon. And where can we find you, fine folks? You can find me at Leo Chavez on Twitter. You can find me at KC2BZ. And you can find me at JoJo underscore Fett, P-H-E-T. See ya. Absolutely. Reporting live from the news desk, this is Mozilla Watch 2020. We're going to go live to our correspondent down on the street corner humming a tune, Dan Simmons. Dan, tell us what's going on with Mozilla. Well, Bob, I'm down here on the corner of of 5th and 9th. And um and from what I can tell, uh Mozilla's Mozilla's having some some issues with their commercials. And um, I was talking to Margaret the other day, and uh, she said, uh, Dan, Dan, what do you think about this thing here with Mozilla? And I, I told her, I said, Margaret, I just don't know. I just don't know what's going on. Back to you, Joe. Well, thank you, Dan. We appreciate your always insightful commentary on the state of Mozilla. (laughs) Now we're going to go live to our correspondent, Leo Chavez. He is sitting in a sewer somewhere wishing he had bought more Bitcoin. Leo. It's messed up, Joe. I don't know what else to say about it. Uh, They came in. They uh, unacted it. And uh, it's it's still... Now, Leo, when you say... When you say... uh, are, are, Are we... Are we... Are we talking about the letter F, or are, are we talking about a euphemism for a much more foul word? Uh, we're talking about the Sesame Street F. Uh, this episode is brought to you by the letter F. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three.